that's not normal. And it just, he took it as a, as an omen from the Lord. And he, he went up and went right back, picked up the book, opened. And the first thing he read spoke exactly to what he needed to hear. And then he had all this faith to give up that thing that he had been battling. You're listening to the Homeschool Journal, a show from the Memoria Press Podcast Network, where we bring you encouragement through real life stories, homeschooling tips, and practical application to help you on your homeschool journey. Here's your host, Carrie McGraw. Let's welcome our friend, Amy McVeigh. Amy, hello. I'm glad to have you. Hi, Carrie. It's so, so fun to be here. Wonderful. Um, I'm excited to to have you here today. There are two things I want to get out of the way, though, and kind of admit to our podcast listeners before we go any further. And the first is to give them a heads up. I'm not trying to make a warning here, but I just want them to have a heads up that this is going to be a very faith-filled podcast. And Amy, that's because I know the two of us and so much of what we do and how we decide and how we homeschool. And it's all so rooted in our faith. So yes. I'm just trying to give them a heads up there. <laughs> and and when you and I talk, you know, so much of it is about our Lord and how he is our strength and our comfort. And so we just want our listeners, don't shy away from that. Take it away with you today. Um, and the other thing is, I'm going to tell them a little bit of a secret about my friend Amy and the reason why she was sought today to talk about the heart of a homeschooler. This past summer, Amy, when you gave a talk at Sedalitas, and for our listeners that don't know, Sedalitas is Latin for gathering. And uh, that is our summer Memoria Press homeschool conference that, of course, this past summer went virtual for the first time. But Amy gave a talk that struck so many chords in uh, my heart that I knew I wanted to revisit it here and uh, to a new audience and bring um, continue to bless others with Amy's thoughts that she shared with us this summer. So, um, Amy, here we go. You ready? What do you think yes. about all that? So, so you well, are on the hot seat. It's your turn. Your turn to share. <laughs> Yay. Well, I love how the Lord takes our life and our circumstances. And if we let him speak and teach us, then we sometimes get this incredible joy of him speaking through us and getting that encouragement again, freshly. And Sadalatas definitely was that, excuse me, opportunity for me. I was preparing for that talk, and because of that, I spent time with my um, older children, remembering um, I've been doing this so long, I needed to kind of um, drill my brain and go back and remember, and then hear their perspective, which really calibrated um, what was actual reality for me. And um, so that was so rewarding. I have felt jealous for for many years for moms to walk in the power of their position through Christ, to really own with confidence, which with that great humility of their place. And um, I spoke in my talk of warfare over our children's identity. Um, the same holds true for us as moms, and in this case, teachers as well. I, um, as you all know, we can get tossed here and there everywhere by so many things, guilt, worry, shame, insecurity, pride, fear. When we get tossed every day, Amy, you know, every it's not, day. it's, you know, uh, it can be a moment by moment thing too. 
Oh, absolutely. Every, every moment by moment. It is so true. And so I, I have discovered if we want to homeschool with confidence, we must mother with confidence first. Amen. Um, and I think honestly, to do that with our utmost. And I'm so glad you gave that preface about this being of faith, because I don't want anyone to feel less than coming from wherever they're at, you know, that, oh, I'm not doing this all by faith right now. Um, I, I, I believe the Lord meets us where we're at. But I think to do our best, we have to have our hearts centered and connected and, and know who we are and whose we are. Beautiful. And that's exactly where we're going today. It's the heart of a homeschooler. Um, and yes. so, so going back to your talk um, this past summer, um, we're going to build on three themes while we're together here today. And the first is discernment, you know, making, making that decision. The second is confidence in your mm -hmm. mission for our, our homeschoolers that are listening to have confidence in their mission. And the third is growth opportunities. So what I'm hoping to to really convey through today's Heart of a Homeschooler podcast is that it takes both great heart to answer the call to homeschool, and it takes an openness of heart to accept the gifts that come with homeschooling that I promise will come with homeschooling. Yes. Um, I like that you said gifts in all forms. Um, you could have used challenges, but I love the positive aspect of gifts because the challenges actually are gifts for us as well. It is um, humbling and rewarding all in the same day. <laughs> Very much. But definitely like I, I feel like we're we have these phases. We're tempted to pride when we start to reap some of that success. Um and then we can get off track in that way. I, I'm so embarrassed when I think back to when my oldest kids first hit high school. The amount of pride I experienced was like I, I like, I have to go back and talk to friends and apologize, <laughs> but then we're tempted to, to despair and discouragement. We're on that sewing side or we're not seeing those victories. We're not seeing the breakthrough or we're just, we just have a lot of little ones. Um, and then the reality of trial that comes when just in life period. And so if you homeschool and you're going through a family trial, you can't hide that. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't tough it out and send your kids to be gone all day. We are with each other all day. And so all of these different parts require us to hold on to faith. And I think it's important to remember that he works from the inside out with us and our children. And one of the biggest gifts at the same time challenges in homeschooling is the gift of time to right. partner with the Lord to do these things. You know, if you have homeschooled, Carrie, I know you can amen this. My first day of homeschooling was such a tragedy. It was, <laughs> I don't think it was just my first day, Amy, it might have been I just, <laughs> my entire first year. <laughs> oh, well, you know, but it is as quick as your first day. It does. You know, it goes by in a blink. Realize, it all does. It all does. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. It is. I, I am not who I thought I was, and my children are not who I thought they were. And we all <laughs> experience disappointment with each other. So anyway, it quickly, um, you cannot live with a veneer in homeschool. You know, we are together too much. And ultimately, that is a gift because I feel like it helps make us real humans 
real people and helps our children be real. You're so right. And ultimately it is a gift, but it's that word ultimately, because you talk about our homeschoolers being (laughs) in the season of sewing. Now you and I have, have passed through several seasons. You probably more than, more than myself, obviously, but um, you know, I love the, as you talked in the beginning about the fact that you in this time in your talk at Sedalitas gave you time to go back and, and really reap from your older children. You know, when yeah. do we get that opportunity to, to really ask them, Hey, let's, let's look back for a minute and, and think about that. So what we are going to do though, is talk about this beginning process, this beginning of planting the seeds and, and, and sowing. Um, and we start that process at the, the, that crazy decision to homeschool. And, and I'm going to call yeah. it crazy um, because I hear so many different stories about the road to homeschooling. But the constant yeah. between all of the stories is the discernment process. You know, that time of prayer and seeking and questioning and thinking and researching and then questioning again. And then finally coming yeah. to the decision to homeschool And then the decision to classically homeschool, it's really quite a journey. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, What what came to me when I when I read this question was that we see in part and I love all the testimonies. I mean, this year alone, the the amount of new homeschoolers is amazing, amazing. Amazing. Our little co-op doubled pretty much. And so so many of them are new. And I've gotten to hear their testimony and I, it is just across the board, the Lord's faithfulness to meet them where they were. And so, so we see in part, right. And so I would say, um, we, we pay attention to what he's highlighting in our hearts. Um, I think it's important too to, um, if, if fear has gripped you in some way and you're, um, that is what is prompting you or that even is what prompted you to homeschool fear of whatever it might be COVID fear of um, the atmosphere in school or fear of what is taught just that, that, that place of kind of panic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I think it's really important to get quiet and listen past the fear. Um, when we react so quickly, sometimes we don't have the wherewithal to withstand the, the commitment that homeschooling really is. And, and, you know, the fear isn't necessarily just you've, you've keyed on in a big fear and a big reason why I hear a lot of homeschoolers, you know, now homeschooling, these are new homeschoolers, but the fear happens along the road for many of us too. The fear of inadequacy, the fear of not getting everything done. Um, anyone who's got that fear, y'all need to call me and we will talk it through. I promise. But, (laughs) um, you know, this, that that fear, you're absolutely right. It is something that can be gripping, but it's not just yes. a one-time thing. Yeah, that is such a good point. And so where whenever it hits you, it's okay that it captures your attention, but it's so important that we stop and we don't let that drive and rule us. And so, yes, an amen to that. <laughs> um, this part about um, whatever comes in your heart, I have a story that really doesn't have anything to do with homeschooling, but I feel like it illustrates this the way I feel like the Lord moves. So when I was in college, I I was at the beginning of college, I was just completely um, rebelling um, against my family and the Lord. And um, through different circumstances, I started to have this hunger in my heart. Like I missed my family. 
<clears throat> because I couldn't really be who I was with my family because my family walked in faith. And so I couldn't be really who I was when I'm living in this darkness. And so this hunger to be with my family was the gateway of then ultimately um, giving my life to the Lord and, and being with him. So I'm saying that to say, whatever the gateway is to, to full homeschooling, whatever it is, pay attention to what is in your heart. That's beautiful. You know, I, I feel like when I came in, um, I think you and I are very similar. It is very much about discipleship and um, training the heart of our child. Yes. But the Lord has added that, added to that, this fullness of this beautiful classical education right. that is phenomenal. And I, I had no idea about fullness, but it was okay because he met me where I was and, and brought me here. And so that is a long number one. Um, I would say number two, stay childlike. And I won't go into the story, but one of my favorite stories recently is um, with St. Augustine. I've been reading Confessions. Okay. Which, by the way, thank you, classical <laughs> learning. That would never, yes, right? That would never I know. happen. All the things it and brings to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's phenomenal how um, how much is relevant for right now. But he has a story, and the Latin phrase is "tole lege," um, uh, get up and read. And it was just this moment when he hears some children outside the fence yelling, "Get up and read! Get up and read!" And he was in the state of despair, battling with the Lord, whether he was going to give up this um, moral sin that he was struggling with. Mm -hmm. And he, he just took that. It was like a breadcrumb. It hit his heart. He's like, no, kids don't. That's not a normal children's game. You know, that's not normal. And it just, he took it as a, as an omen from the Lord. And he, he went up and went right back, picked up the book, opened and the first thing he read spoke exactly to what he needed to hear. And mm -hmm. then he had all this faith to give up that thing that he'd been battling. And I I say be childlike. You know, we we are supposed to be really mature and, and you know, adults and logical, but we are living a life of faith and we do live in a supernatural world. And so Stay childlike, enjoy that process of how the Lord might be speaking to you. And then lastly, to ground that, I would say, look for and pray for that confirmation for those that you really, the ones you trust, mm -hmm. um, especially our spouses. Um, this year, multiple of the families that joined, they have their own testimonies of how one spouse or the other was not there. And how the right. Lord brought them into agreement. And I, so balancing those two things is huge. You're right. Because when I'm on the phone with some homeschoolers and, and I, it's almost always moms, almost always. And, you know, I have, as at times I'm, I'm, I'm asking just, you know, where are you and your spouse in that balance? And, yeah. um, and that's, that's different for everybody. Um, but praise yeah. God. So often it is, it is together. So yeah. I, I do want to talk about, you know, there's something I often say, Amy, that God does not call the equipped. He equips the called. Mm -hmm. And I think this leads us into the second way that I want to lift up the heart of a homeschooler today. Um, I want parents to have confidence in their mission. 
they have chosen to accept it. And that makes me, of course, think of the Mission Impossible theme song, which of course <laughs> I'm sure we we can't we can't play, you know, but um if everybody could just get that in their heads when we talk about confidence in your mission. Um so yes. they've made the decision to homeschool. Then they've made a decision on curriculum. And I think particularly if they have chosen classical homeschooling, they can have great confidence in that they have chosen exceptionally for their children. But I want our homeschoolers to claim that confidence. Yeah, we are. I think that's what you had pulled out, that um, we are the provision. And those were your words. I mean, I loved I loved when you used those words in, in the Sodalitas that we are the provision. Yeah. And I think I feel that so deeply because I, I'm a youngest child. So I, I have a lifetime habit of looking behind me to see who's going to take care of things. And so it's us, you know, it's me. And um, yeah, this time we're so in yes. the hot seat, right? <laughs> we are. Yes. We are the ones who were blessed with it and we are charged with it. Um, but we can have that ultimate confidence. Mm -hmm. And again, very importantly, wrapped in the humility of what I am calling the poor in spirit principle based off of Matthew 5, the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit is the first one. Mm -hmm. And it's become such a life verse for me. Like it's just that calibrating moment. I'm called, but I'm completely needy without the Holy Spirit, right. without the wisdom from my Heavenly Father. So we start there, and we rest in the reality that we're poor um, and receiving the gift of His fresh mercies and wisdom. And I would say, when I say we're poor, it's not about us not being amazing, because I think we're all amazing, and we, you know, we're made in the image of God. But it's that process of engaging the new man, that restoration of who we are. I think who we're truly made to be in fullness can only come in that process. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So really quickly, the position story I, I shared at Sodalitas is my husband is a, a pastor. Um, often we're in, you know, there's hard situations or he's having to make hard, make hard decisions. and. I feel so much fear of the Lord that what I say to him will affect others, you know? So it seems like this holy transaction. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> let's say I've not had a good week. Let's say I have not been in the word every morning. I haven't been in prayer. Maybe I've yelled at my children like two minutes ago, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so am I going to base what I can get from my performance or from the fact that I am Sam's wife. So therefore, you know, Sam has this calling and I, I am the provision for Sam through the Lord at that moment. And so, so many times I have just asked and the same with my children. It's the same. It's the same thing where we, it's not that we've earned it or we performed greatly. But we are in that position and we're in Christ and we are asking for that provision of wisdom for that particular person. That's right. And he's so faithful. And so, you know what happens, Carrie, what happens when that happens? What happens when I get that download? Well, for me, I call this whole, this whole situation changing gears. <laughs> and, mm, you know, yeah. when you say you, you, you as a homeschooler have worn five different hats already in the morning. 
and, and then you've got to take those off and you've got to put on the other one. <laughs> so maybe, yeah. but I, you know, I'm changing gears and I've got to take that moment. If I don't stop yes. and just take that moment and call upon the Holy Spirit, then the things yeah. that go forward from me are not at that for me in that if it were if I were in that scenario, not what my husband is in need of or whomever it is that's in front of me, a child, you know, it is yeah. just taking that moment. And again, going back to your becoming childlike, you know, mm -hmm. and seeking the Holy Spirit for that moment and then giving that moment to the to the other person. And that can happen all day long. Well, because we get the benefit of that encouragement. It's like, oh, the, the Holy Spirit was encouraging my child and I just got that too, you know, which helps lift us back up out of um, wherever we were struggling. Um, I would I would add on to this that um, owning our place, all is the side of that in humility is owning the reality of our mistakes and um, not being afraid to let those be known. Well, and see, that goes back to being afraid, right? We don't, yes. don't fear, don't fear your mistakes either, you know, mm -hmm. because you will make them and, yeah. and, and do not hold on to that at all. Let it go and let God. So yeah. finally, Amy, I want our listeners to place um, in their hearts today, the knowledge that, and this is how you put it this summer, um, that this will grow you. I think you use those exact words. And from my own homeschooling yeah. experience, I often tell people um, I was not naturally designed to be a homeschooler. I just, I just wasn't. Um, truly, I'm sure that there are many others have done, you know, such a better job academically. I'm going to say that. Um, but I knew that if I accomplished one singular goal of developing a strong family connection of my children being raised and rooted in the values, the virtues and the principles of our family and our faith, then I had already yeah. succeeded. And so, you know, this is where I would love our homeschoolers to take to heart that this is a growth opportunity for them mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, that is so good. Um, do, do what is needed, you know, um, this earth meets heaven. If you need help, seek it, be real about your limits and pray into in sourcing, letting go of unattainable or unnecessary goals, being ready to physically work and sacrifice is one that took me a while to learn. Mm -hmm. um, the combination, I'm good with the heavenly lofty, but the earthly, I've been slower. Um, and then do it by faith. I, I Psalm 85, 10 through 12. Steadfast love and faithfulness meet. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs up from the ground and righteousness looks down from the sky. Yes, the Lord will give what is good and our land will yield its increase. Mm -hmm. I love that promise. Um, and then, yes, growing as a lifetime student. Homeschooling, especially classically, is so incredible. Um, probably my background of being a mediocre student definitely fuels my love for would that particularly be in college Amy <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah sorry I'm gonna say that because I probably have the same story <laughs> so many regrets <laughs> right well you know yeah. so those things that we learn to to overcome and and, and look look beyond um as we say, yeah. but, you know, I love the fact that you talk about even we as the parents, we are lifetime students, yes. too. And because for the majority of us that have chosen classical homeschooling, 
In fact, I'm going to tell you, honestly, I don't know that I've met a single parent who was classically homeschooled or classically schooled themselves. This is such a resurgence in this important historical model of education, but, but we become the students as well. Yeah. Paul Schaefer's children, they're, (laughs) he he had, they have classical parents, but yes, I think it's definitely the rarity. So I, I do want to leave our listeners with encouragement every time that we are together, Amy, and though I think that this entire show has been about encouraging hearts, I, I think my final encouragement to our homeschoolers is to wait with great anticipation for the times that your heart will be full, your cup will overflow, uh, you'll step back and just wonder at the work that the Lord is doing in your family. Yes. Amen to that. Um just some final encouragement that I would love to pass on. Number one, you and your child are made for this. Just in line with what Carrie is saying, that this job and also for this time in the world, this is a exceptional, um, often scary time. But if you think about that, you were born for such a time as this. I love that. I have said that so often here recently because yeah. I know the world that we're living in right now. And I have to claim that confidence from Christ that yes. I was born for a time such as this. So. Yes. <laughs> no, it's so, it's so important. And um, it, it just feeds, don't you just feel your faith increase when you rest in that, that mm-hmm. he, like your thing of, He equips the call. Well, he's put us in this time. That's right. And he will equip us for this time. That's right. Um, And then this saying I love, ad astra per aspera, we have uh, to the stars through difficulties. That's Mm -hmm. our Kansas motto. And um, (laughs) so we have this amazing transcendent God. We can live this transcendent life, but it is through difficulties. And I think knowing that and facing that, knowing that that Christ did that, that he he was in the slowly form and he did the hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so it it gives me courage to face the difficulties. And then lastly, this is I love getting ready for these things because I always do get freshly encouraged. It is not just you and your faith that you're pushing on your child. It is not like, how eloquent can I be? How hard am I going to work at this before it, it all smashes into their brain? No. As they grow, they also have the Holy Spirit. You are partnering with God Almighty. Mm-hmm. And so you're doing your little part, but you're praying a lot and you're watching you know, just respecting their humanness and their, their soul and, and what he's doing in them. It's not just you pushing in. I think you see what I mean. And I think that is really comforting. That's right. And you called it a partnership. And so, you know, I yeah. just want to take a, take us all back to, I know that our homeschoolers have been through the discernment process. I know that. And they are, mm. they have sought and they have made that decision. And they're going to remember today the Mission Impossible theme song. And they are, yes. you know, and they're, you know, they are going to have confidence um, in their mission and what it is they're doing. And I want them to claim that confidence each and every day. And that'll be a moment by moment thing. Um, it could be, you know, switching from math to spelling. I mean, it really, truly. <laughs> um, and then for them to look 
Look for the growth opportunities. Look for the gifts that are coming your way because they will be there. Amy, thank you so much for joining us today and filling the heart of our homeschoolers. Thank you so much, Carrie. It was a blessing. God bless you out there in Kansas, Amy. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Homeschool Journal. If you like the show, consider subscribing on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. A huge thank you to the Memoria Press Podcast Network for featuring our show. If you'd like more information, you can go to memoriapress.com. I'm Carrie McGraw. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.